Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? Yes, it's me, Egbert. As the new owner of this station, I want to make sure we have the best talent on the air. That's why I've decided to ban all real estate agents and only have real talkers like Brad and John. Here they are, B and J. You know, I've talked to uh, Egbert about that several times now, and he hasn't seen the light of day as far as I'm concerned. I'd say we should be more inclusive. I say we should we should essentially in, embrace people like Rick and Tracy Ellis. DEI, Brad. I mean, we're all for diversity, um, equity. Or it's actually D-I-E because that's, that's what they want to happen to white men. But diversity, inclusion, and equity. And I, I agree with you on that, Brad. I couldn't, couldn't be wrong. Isn't it D-E-I? No, it, it's D-I-E, because that's what they want to happen to white men. <laughs> I get it, die. Okay. I'm dumb. I, I took me a while to pick that up. Okay. I'm going to mention a name, and if you know who this is, I'm going to be impressed. Her name is Valentina Gomez. Oh, yeah. She's the meme candidate for Secretary of State. Do you know how old she is? Uh, 24. Yes. What? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that's a 1999 vintage. So, okay. She made the national news last week. I, I didn't bring this up last week. Do you know why? You know what this? There's a big story. There's a couple different national news sites she's on. Yeah, I, and I just started here in 2001 paying attention to Missouri political news, but I think she's running for Secretary of State, and she's got a flamethrower ad. Yes, and what she did was uh, Missouri Secretary of State Republican candidate Valentina Gomez took a flamethrower to grooming, indoctrinating, and sexualizing books in a campaign video on Tuesday. This is last week. The video, <laughs> which has over 1 million views, featured the 24-year-old G- GOP candidate holding the weapon in a backyard. And she says, quote, when I'm Secretary of State, I will burn all books that are grooming, indoctrinating and sexualizing our children. MAGA, America first, her ex post. <laughs> and she's it looks like she's in a backyard of a house. And is she is standing on a swimming pool? Looks like she's... I don't know. But here's I, I don't mean to step on this, Brad, but but I have a uh, civilian friend. So that's what I call people that are not involved in politics every day. And the civilian friend reached out to me and said, hey, have you seen this woman? Like, she looks really good. She doesn't look like a Republican. She's really pretty and very well dressed. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, because, you know, I mean, there's a little bit of truth to that. But her point was that this woman is very stylish and that this woman looks really good. So I gave her a little bit of background and I gave her my I'm of two minds of this whole thing. I didn't mean to step on your story. But the point is, it, again, if you're in that crowd of Missourians that just scrolls and you're not a real political person, you see this and you're like, who is this chick? Right. Well, the interesting thing, first off, we just talked about this last uh, last break. Uh, the video was done, vertical vertical video. You know, I'm going like, okay. And once again, when they put it on the website, they have to put the little app where fill it, on the side, you know, yeah. with the fill on the left side, the fill on the right side. Um, and, uh, and her quote is, quote, these books come from the Missouri Public li- Library. When I'm in office, they will burn. You know, <laughs> I don't think she's doing herself any favor by that. Remember all the the grief that Bill Eigel and was it Nick Schroer was who was one that weren't yeah, they the Nick, two? Yeah, Nick Schroer and 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 Bill Eigel. They they weren't burning books. They were burning empty boxes. But the symbolism was there, right? And if you know the whole crazy thing, for some people, you know, maybe the younger audience we have, 
doesn't know the symbolism. This is what the Nazis did. The Nazis yeah. took books that were against, that were not uh, what they believed to be uh, pure Aryan-type books that reinforcing the Nazi lifestyle and the Nazi whole bit, and they burnt the books. And the idea being is that what you're doing is you're essentially uh, keeping uh, you know uh, narratives that you don't agree with out of the heads of people. Now it's sens- it's the old censorship meme and yeah things like that. Right, and and you know what I I get it on a college library anything goes. High school library, eh. yeah. Junior high, grade school, none of this crazy crap. You know what I mean? I mean it just should be all you know. It should be history books and it should be, you know, books on how to make things and, you know, and should be fiction and stuff like that. It shouldn't be like Jimmy needs a, you know, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Some yeah, of, need, yeah, needs an implant or he needs to tuck it. <laughs> Jimmy identifies as an asexual at the age right. of eight. And it's going right. to the point where like, okay, what? And what's so funny about this is if I'm a big fan of Babylon B. When the Babylon, oh, yeah. when the Babylon B latches onto one of these things, they make it so funny. You know? I mean, it's yeah, to the point where so good. And the one yesterday was, wasn't it? Uh, or I just saw it yesterday. It may be older, but it was a girl that wasn't old enough to tat to get a tattoo can go can go get her genitals chopped off. Right. And but see, that's when you think about that, you think about hold on, hold on a minute now. So so in other words, what they're saying is, and that's the ultimate thing right there. You're old enough to have a sex change operation, but <laughs> you can't get a tattoo, right? And it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So back to Valentina Gomez. Now, what is what is your opinion of all this? I don't know. Like, would I mean, you vote for? Would you vote for her? But see, I'm a disruptor. You know, I mean, I, I'm yeah. A dis- and so, so part of you likes the idea that she's doing this. Yes, and and quite honestly, what I dis- what I vote for her, yeah, just as a vote. Like, okay, see, now here's the uh, interesting thing. Okay, I'm an old white guy. Okay, and what do mm-hmm. I say? Let's get rid of the old white guys. Okay, that's what yeah. I'm essentially saying. I've said it before on this station. I think it's horrible that we have. An upcoming election it will probably turn out to be two old white dudes yeah very Trump old white men and yeah. biden i say bring on the new generation bring on put tulsi gabbard in there yeah put, or, or, or vivek yes put people like that in there who have a different I get what pre- you're saying yeah and essentially and you know and to the point where where like it's to the point where and once again once again trump you know i heard a couple people talking about him yesterday he just needs somebody to sit him down and say, Mr. Trump, I know you've gotten a long way with your bombastic, uh, you know, things you say, but you know what? What's it? STFU? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, STFU? yeah, STFU, S- which is what most of us need to do throughout the course of the day. Right. In many cases, the best thing we could do is STFU. STFU, when it comes to saying goofy stuff like, hey, if the Russians, if the, these people in NATO don't pay their bill, we want the Russians to attack them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going like, you know, he's got Joe Biden on the ropes with this crazy thing with, you know, the weird crap with with almost said something else the weird crap with with uh you know him uh you know the the prosecutor saying oh we can't try him because he's an elderly elderly man well-intentioned elderly man man. who's but brad i mean my whole expectation i shouldn't say expectation my whole hope is that for for months now someone would go to trump and have that conversation where you say dial it down from a 10 to a 6 and you'll win this election and then be as crazy as you want to be. But 
I don't know. I, I think I'm just too optimistic in that. And I think at a certain point, if you're Trump, you think, to your point, Brad, I've gotten this far being this bombastic, to use your word. I've been this bombastic, and I've gotten this far. I'm going to keep being who I am. I don't care what anybody says. Well, I get that, but there's a certain point is that if he's a businessman and you're negotiating a deal with some guy who, let's say, is – is bald and he's very self-conscious about <laughs> I know that. Where you're going with this, you this you wouldn't say great. to him, "Hey, Baldy, sign the contract." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you wouldn't. You know, dude, why don't you grow some hair and be a man? You know, you wouldn't say things like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, because because your goal is to close the deal, and right. then when you're in the car with your buddies afterwards, you talk <laughs> exactly. about how you can't then you go, bald "Boy, did you see the glare off that guy's head?" You know, yeah. that, that's when you make fun of it. It's not when you. It's when, not when you're trying when you're attempting to close the deal but you know the man wrote the art of the deal so who's to say but he I agree with you completely but he didn't write it he was a ghostwriter it's oh, just yeah, like that's true. yeah it, he, he gave an interview and somebody that, that knows how to write wrote it let's go back to valentina gomez real quick though because i'm of two minds on this the first one is when i see stuff like this i think automatic grifter like somebody who wants to who knows that for every quarter million that she raised let's say she raises a hundred grand online in a month 20% of that is going to go into her pocket or her, quote, consultant's pocket, whatever. On the flip side of that, it's not uh, for, for somebody that I've been involved in Republican campaigns now. This is, this is 30 years. It's not for somebody like me to gatekeep the Republican Party and say, well, in my day, we didn't have video gimmicks. Like that's I'm not I'm, I can't be a gatekeeper and say we don't need you know what we do need a lot of hot 24 year old women in our party if if only to expand the demographic. So who am I to say that? Well, she's a grifter to heck with her. You know what? We need her votes and we need her demographic. Well, you know, the interesting thing about this is that what's happened is that to a certain extent, and there's, you probably maybe agree or disagree with this, but there's experts that I, I've listened to saying that the Republican and the Democrat Party have switched per, have switched perspectives. It used to be that the Democratic Party was sort of the down-to-earth party. It was the, it was the union the guy. The working it was, people, yeah. It was the Teamster guy who showed up for work every day. and it's the, Joe Sixpack. Right, Joe Sixpack, the guy who, you know, his goal in life was to get married and have kids and have a nice house and have a bath boat and stuff like that and now the democrats are like you know uh all the, the rich elitist, people yeah. the elitist that the, the the coasters the east and the west coasters over educated they have multiple degrees that they display prominently on their wall right right and 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 you know the 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 tech people and stuff like that and that's why trump I say to this day, that's how Trump got elected in 2016, because he appealed to those working man kind of guys. And the crazy part of it is, if you've read stories about him when he was in New York, when he was still just like Joe, Aver he was never Joe Average Citizen, but when he before he got into politics... He was revered by the, the 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 workers. I mean, he showed up in job sites, yeah, and, yeah, and the, of you know, and the guys, the you know, the concrete guys. Hey, Mr. Trump, how you doing? You know that kind of stuff. You know, because he he even though he was always and he came from money. Let's be honest. You know, he yeah. talks about well, my dad gave me a. I got my start because my dad gave me a little seed money. Seed money from my dad would have been ten bucks. From from yeah. Donald Trump's father was like a million dollars or something like that. Okay, but and see the crazy stuff about this is that I think that's where the. 
Republicans are blowing it because they essentially should say, and to a certain extent they are, the Republicans are the Second Amendment people. The Republicans are the people who got ticked off at at uh, at what's what's the Dylan Mulvaney crap. If you yep, if, yep. If, if you watch the the uh, the Super Bowl ads, and I've watched a lot of these on YouTube, but you know before they actually were aired on Sunday, the Bud Light ad, they're getting back to funny stuff. You know what I mean? They're getting yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, and and guy humor. Right, creative because their their marketing lead said that we're we're not doing frat boy humor anymore. Well, guess what? It's back to being funny. <laughs> and I say, what's wrong with being frat boy? You know, yeah. I I get accused of being immature. Matter of fact, I have people that that know me that that tell me that I have the the diet and the mentality of a twelve year old. And I go, okay, so what's wrong with that? It's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I take it as a compliment. They yeah. mean they I mean, mean it as an insult. You sure. know. Back to your point about Trump, real quick though. <clears throat> and noted political strategist Jeff Rowe, who's from Missouri, who ran DeSantis's Never Back Down Pack for a while, he gave a, a, a great interview that I've watched several times back in, I think he gave it two or three years ago, where he gave the exact numbers of the fact that Trump, beginning in 2016, brought down the average, and I, I believe it was median income of a self-identified Republican, something like $20,000. Like he, because, because in, in other words, Trump did exactly what you just said, Brad, which is that he appealed to people that are working class people that are tired of all this elitist stuff. And I think the vein of that that you see extending in 2024 is not just the issues that you mentioned, Brad, but also the idea of America first. Right. Why are we spending all this money giving it to Ukraine. Have you seen the price of milk or cocoa or eggs this week? Well, I went into, it's funny you should talk about that. You know, you and I had a lot of fun. We talked about when I went into the Wally world and they were selling corn shucks or husks <laughs> yeah. for like eight bucks. Okay. I went into my, my schnooks uh, the other day and I walked by, you know, they got, they have the displays like, you, you know, like they market things. And, and this was like, this was b- right before the Super Bowl thing. They have a whole Super Bowl area. And I walked by a display and they had pistachio nuts and it was like a small bag. It was eight bucks. Yeah, I'm going completely eight dollars yeah. for a bag of pistachios. Hey, but you know what? You know whose fault that is, Brad? That's the grocery stores. Cause I was watching TikTok and there's the strapping young man named Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, right. He's um, who was <laughs> taking a break from bingo and, and a woman <laughs> right. came over and wiped the drool off his chin <laughs> and he told me that it's actually shrinkflation where companies put less product into the bag did you know that can you believe he did that that to me is like the stupidest thing and once he only, he's only like about three years too late on that one you know i mean that that's yeah that's oh, come on that started yeah, happening more than three years late well yeah i mean the shrinkflation thing's been going on for a long time <laughs> but you know what you gotta have an enemy he has to have an enemy to explain that somebody in the administration has good polling that says, you know what, just point to Pepsi, point to Pepsi profits and say, these guys are making too much money. You know what? I have, you know what? To a certain extent, I agree with Joe Biden. You know what happened to me the other day? What's that? I went to my quickie mart and I got a gallon of gas. I only got 128 ounces. I'm thinking to myself, now hold on. Uh, That's exactly right. I wanted a gallon of gas. I only got 128 ounces. That life's not fair. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, the shrinkflation thing is, I'm going like, okay, he won't go. You know what? The, the stuff came out. Was it yesterday I heard that the Super Bowl had the most number of viewers ever, 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 yes, ever? Yes, okay. yeah, Paramount, the company that put the whole thing together said that. They'll never have that, they'll never have that number of viewers ever right. again. Why would you turn down, if you were the president of the United States, an interview in the most watched program in American history? Why would you turn that down? 
Yeah. I mean, instead he does that goofy shrink shrinkflation video. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. And, and they got little props set up next to him. He's got like a bag of chips <laughs> and stuff like that. It's so good. I'm going like, okay. You know, you know, you know, you know the problem is? What's that? The problem is he needs a new political advisor and he needs a new media advisor. I say that he should hire Valentina Gomez. Love it, love it. Uh, that was, and you know what? For the right, I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions on Valentina's political ideology, but you know what? She could probably be persuaded to at least do a little bipartisan crossover there. I'm telling and you. You know what? If you throw, if you throw in a flamethrower, who's to say that you couldn't get her to sign on? <laughs> I mean, I did like her. Did you notice her outfit in that? <laughs> Boy, you're you're smitten with Valentina Gomez, aren't you? you I'm know, just saying she's an she's an attractive woman, right? She's an attractive woman. She's a she would be considered a POC, correct? Because she's yeah, a, yeah, I she, think so. She's of see. Here's the thing: they had this thing about who is the guy from from um um it, and he's the quarterback. He's on that new that new was that new Netflix special. You heard a lot of people watching that called Quarterback, and it's got. It's got um, who is it? Oh, Jay Mariotti. Yeah, uh, 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 Marcus Mariotti. Marcus Mariotti. Marcus Mariotti. Yeah. Marcus Mariota, um, and uh, it's got uh, uh, our dude from the other side of the uh, the state. And uh, then it's got uh, um, who, who's the other one? Um, um, Kirk Kirk Cousins. Okay. Oh yeah, Kirk and, Cousins. Yeah. And part of the thing was they had that thing, the special on the Super Bowl, and I read about it before that that they honored that that high school football team from Hawaii. And that's where, oh, yeah, that's yeah, where Marcus, right. Yeah. And I'm going like, okay, here we go again. There's the Pacific Islanders. And here we've got the ultimate Pacific Islander. We have Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, she's a, that's right. She's a Pacific Islander. And, and I'm thinking to myself, put her in the white house because once again, I think she's like a, like, I think she's risen through the ranks. I think she's like a major, like a, a like a brigadier general or something like that. I mean, I know she's like at least a major, she may be even be a Lieutenant Colonel by now in the, in the army. And she, I don't, you know, whatever her rank is, you're always going to salute her, Brad. <laughs> salute. <laughs> You will definitely be saluting Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, that's the, I, I was going to say I'd be right there behind you, but yeah, that's, that's a bad visual. I'd be right there by your side. Right? That's the – do you know what the reference there is? Do you know what I'm saying? Salute. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Go watch – Oh, okay. There we go. Go watch the thing where they go, salute. There we go. Yeah, that's, that's – 92 is a blur in my memory. I was, I was still a youngster back then. You need to go watch that. Okay. We got to get out of here. Say goodbye, John. See you guys tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it?